Ahoy, mihadis! Do you want to find out where the true origin of pirate stories came from? Tune in. So Treasure Island, written by Robert Louis Stevenson. Today I'm going to be reviewing Treasure Island. Now, my review is going to be slightly better than Bart Simpson's, but only slightly. Red was Treasure Island. It's about these pirates. Pirates with patches over their eyes and shiny gold teeth and green birds on their shoulders. Now, Robert Louis Stevenson. Born on the 13th of November, 1850. So this book was written actually in uh, 1890. So it's over 100 years old. Now, the structure of the book, and if you can't guess it, right? Treasure Island. It is written in an, in an old way, I'm going to say. If I can describe it in the best way. So it's a, it's what you would expect a book that was written 100 years ago to be um, written like. There are going to be some words throughout it which might not make sense or might be described in a different way to maybe how we use them today but if you persevere through it you'll be able to read it quite comfortably for me it was a very short sharp book and i'll get into just the way that robert probably structured the books as well um, a little bit more detail about robert uh, robert himself so he was a scottish novelist um, a travel writer uh, noted for obviously writing treasure island uh, strange case of dr jekyll and hyde if you have read that one out there folks um and he himself was a, a writer that he, he he was born and educated in Edinburgh. But he traveled quite far and actually ended up living in Samoa until he died in in the 1890s. So uh, he left behind, I think he was a pretty prolific writer up until that point, And he started writing uh, a lot more uh, darker, I guess you will, towards the end of his life as he started seeing the, the changes in the world at large. But he produced this wonderful copy of Treasure Island, which I really enjoyed. So the actual book itself. So what is Treasure Island all about? So if I had to give you a little bit of a description, because it is a fiction book, and I haven't been often uh, been reviewing fiction books, so it lets me just tell the story. So if you haven't read Treasure Island, let me indulge you. So it begins like all other stories. So basically, it's all about Jim. Jim, Billy Bones, pirates, arr, parrots, everything you can think of in between. And it just sort of peruses through the um, Jim living at home with his families at the Admiral Bembo, I believe it was called, where Billy Bones, the pirate, comes in with a lot of items in his chest and starts drinking and starts um, drinking lots of rum and telling all these stories. Basically, people come come in and try to give him the black spot, you know, they try to get rid of him. And it then leads into a series of events to the point where Jim finds out that he's got a treasure map, takes it to the, the doctor and the squire. They get together to build the, the boat. They take this boat and they find a, a group of people to be able to, to staff it and, and go all the way to the, the island, Treasure Island. They go through all these processes to find people on this island. Uh, you, you've got all the, the usual things that you would think about uh, in between pirates and the sea. You've got uh, mutinies. You've got people dying. You've got uh, stockades, the, the use of the old pistols. Everything that you would imagine, I, I guess, a, a pirate book to be about. And funnily enough, I, I, going through a little bit of the research on Treasure Island and the way that Robert Louis... Uh, Stevenson actually wrote it all down. I believe that this is where a lot of the ideas stem from of what makes the the ideas that we think of today of pirates. So, yeah, you know, the idea of 
parrots and the rum and the singing and everything else largely came through from this book. Now, that might be the only parts that I've read and they might go even further than that. It might actually have been the truth from all the way back in the day. But from what I can find, uh, that still sort of remains true from what this book provides. Um, The book itself is extremely, I'd say it's a duality. It's extremely fast paced, but at the same time, it's extremely detailed when it needs to be. So it is quite magical to read it because I've read some books, uh, some fiction books recently as well, where you can just tell that the author maybe tries to put too much detail or tries to put too much emphasis on the wrong thing. But the way that it was done in Treasure Island, you're able to grab the details for where it's important and then it just sort of skips really quickly through to the next point. So, you know, whether Jim and and the group of people were traveling to Treasure Island, he, he basically goes through this, oh, well, you know, nothing happened, kind of in a page really quickly that the fact that they're going to get there. And then he sort of retracts back and talks through three really key stories that happen that sets the scene. And so you're kind of getting all the glimpses of the story of what genuinely would have happened, or at least fictionally, but it's able to draw you in really well, really easily into, okay, well, these are really important bits. This is really detailed bits and it makes for great read. I could imagine that back in the day, and like, look, I'm not sure, but reading in the day, especially with understanding the language that was being presented then would have gone, wow, amazing. So that's uh, a little bit of the synopsis there. Um, the themes of the book, and I, had to, I wanted to collate this as well and put a little bit more thought into all the themes of the book uh, of Treasure Island, as well as how did that fit some of the ideas that I had reading it through. So one was fortune and greed. Even the main character of Jim um, doesn't escape this. So fortune and greed in Treasure Island is bountiful, if you can excuse the little uh, saying there. But, you know, whether it's Billy Bones, whether it's Captain Flint at the beginning, whether it's uh, Long John Silver, everybody goes through a process where they they get greedy, you know, or they want to find more fortune. So at the very beginning... Um, it's, it's easy to see where Billy Bones, where you see other pirates trying to get to the treasure. You know, they want to go and get this treasure, all this money that they've been promised to live their life the way they want. Of course, fantastic. And that's, that's a straightforward uh, greed that you might think about. But you see in the book where you know, Jim decides to leave the stockade and he, he thinks of this plan. You know, he's going to go find Billy Gunn's boat and take that boat at Caracas and take it around go find the uh, the boat, which is called the Hispaniola, Ispian- I believe it is. And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab it. I'm going to be the, you know, the, the winner here or the winner, at least in the fact that everyone's going to be uh, you know, really grateful for the fact that he did this. And then he actually finds that there's people on boat. He ends up having to uh, kill them or at least through, through fights and find them. <laughs> One's dead and the other one isn't, but ends up killing him in the end. Brings the boat around to a particular area. And then he stumbles across into the the stockades, thinking of himself oh, as a hero, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to go to sleep right where I left, where I left all, all my other comrades, or five or six who were left at that time, only to find that he'd walked straight into where all the enemy pirates were staying, including Long John Silver. So completely backfired for him. Um, and so obviously showcasing, you know, greed and the fortune that you can overstep. The second one is Father Figures. And becoming a man. So, originally, this Treasure Island was actually um, presented as book for boys, and I don't know if that was the title of the book or if just the the intent of the book. But it was it was supposed to be almost a kind of a showcasing the the movement of you know, from a boy to a man. So, right at the beginning of the story, 
Jim loses his dad and that happens as part of uh, sickness and he himself is not well. So he passes on from that and gets into the stage of, oh, okay, well, I've got to now make some decisions and some actions in place. And as the story goes on, you can see well written obviously by Robert um, just the way that he builds up this this courage this fortitude the ability to uh, go back and communicate exactly what he feels at the very beginning he goes into the I think it was the the lookout glass bar and there's a lot of people and he's not really talking to anybody and not really conversing by the end of the book you know he's going toe-to-toe with Long John Silver and the other uh, the other pirates and almost sort of retorting back and being really courageous and confident with what they're saying to end up, um, you know, allowing him to survive. So that was uh, theme number two. So the third theme, courage, adventure, and pragmatism. So if there's anything that you probably could also take away from the book was just the, 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 the courage and sometimes the pragmatism of some of the people that you wouldn't expect. So specifically, I'm going to call out Long John Silver. So throughout... But I'd say throughout the actual book, you know, at the very beginning, you don't really know that he's the bad guy. You don't really know. You know he's got a, uh, he's on crutches. You know he's got a peg leg, and you know earlier in the book it actually talked about, oh, watch out for this particular pirate. So you're thinking mm, it could be him. It, it might not be. You know, it ends up being that was the bad guy originally, um, ultimately. But he, you know, he seems to play face until Jim's in the apple barrel and he hears about what Long John Silver is planning to do. Okay, so he's understood that. But as the, the story develops and they're on the island and there's parts where you know, they try to raise the white flag, so Long John Silver and the guys are, and the enemies are basically saying to Jim and the, yeah, the nice pirates, I'm going to say nice, nice pirates of the, the doctor and the squire and, and everyone else with them, you know, oh, look, we resign, uh, let us help out and try to support. And between that and also when Jim comes back, and I was explaining that story when he goes into the stockade, you know, not letting the other pirates take Jim and essentially kill him, but using him as a as a piece to then convey and talk to the doctor who was coming to see them and taking care of the the enemies um, into because they had head injuries, all these sort of things. And as soon as things turned, you would see the the courage and the pragmatism of Long John Silver to go. Oh, okay, where are my best place to go? Oh, I'm going to go and do this. Oh, now this is not going to be the the best thing for me. All right, I better jump here. And right at the end, when the pirates come up to where they finally find where the treasure should be and they're right they're right there they're, they're ready to go and they find oh my god it's empty and yeah even in the book it says you know the drop of a hat long john silver you know decides oh okay it's basically himself he's carrying jim along uh who if you're following is sort of the main character and the good side and there's all the rest of the bad pirates and he goes okay here's a gun jim you know table's gonna turn these guys are gonna get angry get ready to shoot and fortunately as well for them they get rescued as well by all their friends who were hanging around and all the things that were happening. So personal observations for myself. Um, the the book struck a, a really fine balance, you know, just detailing, as I said at the beginning, detailing the the really specific things, whether it was the sand or the water. So there was a lot of detail when, let's say, Jim was traveling with the Caracas all the way through the boat and it just really detailed how how long it took, the effort that it was taking. So you were really intrigued, you were drawn in, you know, could Jim do it? Could he bring the boat back and all these battles? But then it was able to just masterfully skip through a lot of big things, like a lot of the travels. I, I think uh, nowadays, if someone had decided to read, uh, write such a book like this, you probably would have gone 200 extra pages somewhere in that trip 
they would have tried to stretch the the part of the island maybe other storylines to come along but it was it was done in such a way that you know you only got to see some part of the storyline and the other was essentially happening in the background but you it didn't have to get filled in it didn't have to be demonstrated because it was it was structured in a way that you you knew and you found out later on oh this was what happening and you knew just enough to be able to keep on reading so uh, for and this is I'm going to say this is one of the oldest books I've ever read personally I'm not one to read older older books but if a lot more like these uh, you know of the classics I'm definitely prepared to go and and read a lot more um, obviously like Treasure Island so I mean in summary it was a delightful read. That had me enthralled just a few pages in. It was witty. It was fast-paced. dove right in. Uh, and for me, it meant that I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. So it's a pretty solid review on my part. I, I was going to say I read this faster than I wanted to. But that's probably because I only had a couple of nights to actually read it. Uh, spread out over a couple of weeks. But it was a few nights where it was just absolutely smashed out and devoured. Have you read Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson? What did you think of it? I'd be keen to hear from yourselves. Me Immortals, I hope you enjoyed that uh, over here in the new Me Immortals book review. So if you're watching on the YouTube channel, of course, feel free to subscribe. Feel free to do all the good things. If you're listening to this, well, um, make sure you're also subscribing. Make sure you're sharing it with friends. Uh, For now, that's all. Me Immortals, one out.